Hello, everyone. This is Asha Saxena. I welcome you all to the CDO Magazine interview. I am the founder and CEO of Women Leaders in Data and AI. We are partnering today with CDO Magazine, MIT CDO IQ, and the International Society of Chief Data Officers in the series of interviews. I have the pleasure of talking with a dear friend, a colleague, uh, Wendy Lawhead, Director Enterprise Analytics at McKesson, and a fellow WILDA member. Uh, Wendy, welcome to uh, the interview and such an interesting topic in the conversation. Yes, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's definitely generative AI is the, the topic of choice right now. So I'm glad to have this conversation with you. Is there a worry when do you feel that uh, the jobs will be replaced? Uh, these technologies will come in and, you know, take over a lot of positions, could be a professional position, paralegal could be gone and, you know? Yeah, I, I think there is. I mean, there is some, you know, risk with that. But again, you know, I think it might create new roles for people who use this technology. So uh, to me, it's like, okay, maybe the paralegal doesn't need to be doing so much busy work that this, you know, tool could help them with. Well, maybe they can be doing something else that is adding value to that law firm that might not necessarily be related to something that might be considered busy work, you know, where this tool could help. So I, I think there are risks, but I think there's opportunities too. There's opportunities to learn and like how to add value in new ways where you really kind of capitalize on what human, you know, value is, you know, creativity and things, you know, and, and providing innovation and, yeah. You know, I, I, when I, I, every time I talk about the applications of analytics or big data or AI, I love talking to you because you work with all the leading tech, you know, tech, tech adoption companies who use technology to really truly understand their customer behavior. In fact, in my book, The AI Factor, I spoke about your uh, applications and how you led those uh, technology transformations. So I would I would definitely want to talk about that a little bit. And if you could maybe touch upon your favorite, you know, uh, company project you worked on in your career, uh, maybe touch upon a couple if you want and share where you felt you could truly use data to create a transformation in your business. Oh, sure. Yeah, there's like, there's so many. Um, you know, I, I think it all comes down to the very first experience I had when I came out of school, I was actually working for Harris Entertainment and I got a job as a marketing analyst. And it was re really my first job out of college where I was like, okay, what does this you know entail? And it was, okay, we're going to go and mine some data. And so we had data on our, our, our customers, our gamblers. And as everybody knows, like Total Rewards was like the most, it was the most famous like loyalty program out there. And they were excellent at managing their customer database, understanding who their customers are, what they liked, what they appreciated doing when they came to the properties. And um, that experience alone taught me to, uh, to understand how important it is to know your customers. And then as I went on through my career and I, you know, started working for other organizations, I was actually kind of shocked because I, they were just starting on the journey of like learning who their customers were. So um, I, I think, you know, maybe in terms of a particular project, it was understanding who was coming to the property and playing um, in the casino, how much it was costing us as, you know, an organization to, you know, bring them there. And then, you know, optimizing it, it was optimizing, we will be happy to provide this much cash for this person to come to into play and to provide value to the customer, but it was also doing it in a mindful way for the organization to still remain profitable too. And so um, using data for 
both, you know, a win-win situation for the customer and the organization. It, it really involves, you know, a, a really robust analytics team that is got great data, you know, data quality is where it, where it is. Yeah, you know, you would think when you, you know, I teach this uh, business case at Columbia University where I teach, and I love uh, this business case because it talks about how Harris was losing so much money, and within a few years, they turned the company organization around when other casinos were spending money on building malls or infrastructure Harris really focused on their customer and narrowed down their focus on understanding their customer data and applying that to how they can implement offerings to bring those loyal customers back. And you would think, oh, it's just common sense. Every business should know that. Like, what's what's so big about that? But you you know, and I know, all the businesses get so wrapped around the operational challenges or politics that they don't spend enough time. I think it, it needs laser focus on understanding your customers and the organization. Like I, you know, in the book, I talk about some cases I've spoken about is Starbucks, Domino's, uh, Netflix, who laser focus on their customer data really can take a, a, get a competitive edge if they really focus on their customer data and really go after understanding what the customer needs are. Uh, you know, I also say that technology can be used as the power to um, create the growth, but a lot of companies don't see technology more as an operational expense, not really a revenue generation. And the companies who don't see technology as a revenue generation engine, they struggle to create that growth, and they wonder why. And where do you? Why do you feel? Or what can the companies do to understand and create that twist in their culture, or? behavior to get what Harrah's or other companies where you work, where they truly use data to create the advantage. What could those, these companies do? I, I just think that um, organizational structure can, can, can really kind of work against an organization, you know? So when you consider data and analytics and you consider IT and infrastructure, I think a lot of people feel they all belong together. And in, in some cases they do, and in some cases they don't. I think it depends on the organization. But, you know, in terms of, you know, how much an organization invests in IT, some people, I think, view it as like plumbing. You know, you got to have just these things. And analytics is not plumbing, you know. And so they should not be tied to, I guess, the uh, budgets and things that are sometimes considered with just the infrastructure. And so I, when I see a disconnect there between the two concepts, um, it's, it's a challenge because you sometimes have data science and analytics people that are requiring technical infrastructure and platforms to support their work and to keep them engaged and to have access to data that's going to help them do, you know, to be successful in their, in their job. And they spend most of their time trying to get what they need from the IT infrastructure and to get access to the data and to justify the investment and, you know, acquiring new data sources and that sort of thing. And so I just feel that um, there needs to be high level executive leadership associated with supporting a infrastructure and tools, but B, the talent set and, to, and the retainment of talent and making sure that they are provided the tools to really help them, you know, be successful in the role and to add value to the business. And it's expensive. It's expensive. You know, this talent set of data science is probably one of the highest, you know, pay scales out there. And if you're not giving them the tools and the data to be successful in your job, you're going to be, you know, you're going to waste some money. So. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely. I mean, it is, it is expensive. And then the question is that these technologies and AI, can, can, can AI come in and help navigate the efficiencies around programming, cleaning data, the, the new tools that are coming in, can they help hopefully organizations move into technology faster than before? And, and the question is, will it actually happen with AI or not? Um, what are your thoughts? La, la, and as we come to the close of the uh, interview, let's do a quick closing thoughts. What are your thoughts about AI truly helping organization become more data driven? Do you, do you feel that we are moving in that direction or you feel that it's still a struggle? I'm going to say we are moving in the right direction. The generative AI is exciting. I think it's bringing things into the like the main like focus of a lot of people in technology's attention. But I'll go back to the fact that a lot of organizations are pretty much going through the same modernization, you know, pathway that they've always been going through. And sometimes that's not moving quickly enough. And it's, I just think there's a lot more in store for ML and AI in organizations and to them for really realize true value out of it because of these challenges with modernization. You know, I, I agree with you. I feel like I'm hopeful that AI, uh, especially all aspects of AI, including generative AI, is going to force organization to think more about AI. I love when business, as you said, business users are coming to technology and saying, how can we use generative AI more? Um, and what can we do? Because they're using that in their personal life now. Thank you, Wendy, for joining me today. Please visit CDO Magazine on the website for any additional interviews. We have a series of additional interviews. And if you have any questions about women leaders in data and AI, we call it Wilda. Feel free to contact Wendy or I, me for any additional questions. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn or on our website. Thank you so much. Thank you.